What is up, everybody? It's time for another episode of Dreadful Talk. And no, look, this is not Zoom. This is not FaceTime. I got an in-person guest. My boy, Chris Bamber here, owner of Raw Land Development. And surprise, surprise, we're going to be get, talking about raw land development. But before we get into that, this is episode 41, Dreadful Talk. This is a major milestone, first in-person guest, and super excited that this is this guy because, man, literally, I may not even still be in California or the Bay Area if it wasn't for this guy right here. Like, he helped me get on my feet. One of the first friends I made in the Bay Area, the best friend I made in the Bay Area, solid as they come. And, and now he's got this exciting new business. Um... And like I said, I'm excited to have him join me. Like I said, one of my favorite. This is the first time we've seen each other since lockdown. So like, it's been a minute. this is a it's real ass minute, smile. Like I missed my fucking long. friend. Like, like seriously, <laughs> man. Like, Likewise. Yeah, man. Likewise. You know, COVID's been rough. You know, it's been literally over a year. You know, we're, yeah. we're both healthy and feeling good. Feeling and, great. Feeling great. You know, great. I've been taking my vitamins. So, you know, you can't live under a rock forever, you no, know. You but, um, you know, but hey, it's, you know, first in-person episode. I'm super excited. And yeah. to celebrate, you know, we got it. We're tracing some buffaloes. My man got him a nice cold course. Staying hydrated. Staying hydrated. You know me. And yeah. we are gonna get this show on the road. So I said, Chris Bamber, Chris owner Bamber. of RawLandDevelopment.com. Yeah. And you know, it's a very interesting subject because it's something like whether you're sitting at a bar, you're sitting in a weed circle, somebody always brings up the topic of you know. Oh man, I want some land to pass down to my kids, yeah. or I want, or you know, the classic stoner like, oh, let's get off the grid, man. Exactly, and, and, right. And like everybody kind of says these things, kind of in passing, like probably not gonna follow through with it, exactly. and like, um, and, and and I just want, and you're here to just to let us know, really, that it's like, yeah, hey, super achievable, super like realistic, exactly. and actually like a really good investment, and Absolutely. and and. and and there's a lot of financial benefits, and like I said, we'll, we'll get into it all. But yeah, um, definitely. But yeah, man, how how'd you? Get, I know the answer to this, but tell the people how'd you get into the raw land development, brother? Well, Dom, Dom knows my background. A lot of people don't. You know, I moved down here five years ago from Washington. Yep. Didn't have shit, man. Didn't yeah. have nothing going Facts. on. And uh, I was fortunate enough to work with Dom for a while in a tech company. Then uh, I left. I went to the restaurant industry. You know, tried my luck there. Then I ended up getting a job at a landfill, believe it or not. And at the landfill, I got introduced to tractors. And by tractors, I mean excavators, bulldozers, fucking ADTs, and all that shit. And uh, I fell in love with it, honestly. I loved moving earth and changing the landscape. He, and and just as a friend, like, that's not just saying that because now he owns a business. Like, he really does mean this, too. Like, when he first got a job at the landfill, I was like, bro, how much does that shit suck? And he was just like, man, I kind of like it. Yeah, like, weird so. enough. I mean, we went from being in this, uh, the tech company wearing flip-flops, not just on Friday, but Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Sweatpants, man. We were Drinks at lunch, eating sushi, <laughs> loving our life. And then I went to a dump. I'm literally picking up plastic in a mountain at 6 in the morning with pigs chasing me. But you know what? You don't pick what you love. You love what you pick. And um, Back, it worked out shit. well. So basically, I was in a position, I was like, man, I, I want to try to get a house out here. I just want to own something, you yeah, know? Yeah, uh, I think that's a feeling a lot of people our age go through. Yeah. Like, so many people rent, like, they're just buying something, just not even in the realm of possibility, especially out here in California. I mean, it's Absolutely. a little different where I'm from in Oklahoma, but yeah. out here in California, I mean, the thought of ownership, it's like, okay, money bags, like, where's your monocle and fucking, yeah. 
And most people are going to get into jump into buying a new car or something that's not going to gain any value. Depreciating value. Immediately. Once you do that lot, right? So you're going to lose money. So what I did was I say, you know what? I got a little skill in a tractor. What if I get a piece of land? And I started looking and I didn't think I could afford anything in the Bay Area. To be honest, I was looking at Clear Lake. I was looking at Shasta cheaper and I found 18 acres 30 minutes from Morgan Hill for $50,000 and granted at the time I didn't have a thousand dollars in my bank account I didn't man dumb I straight up I was fucking poor all my money went to beer and uh whatever we did on the weekends you yeah, know what I mean? yeah but um but yeah man what I did is I focused on building my credit and got enough credit to take a personal loan out. And that's not through a bank, that's through a creditor, right? Oh, that's an important distinction. That's yeah, a, I didn't know that. It is, yeah. So on raw land, the bank's not gonna finance you because they want a home. They see Yeah, they want something risky. they can take back. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. So what I did is I met the realtor that was selling it, and I was like, this can't be real. 18 acres, 30 minutes from my house for 50 grand, right? Fell in love with it immediately. It was super rugged, there's trees. You're in the middle of nowhere. It's on like the side of a mountain, right? Or a side big of a hill, you know, in the yep. South Bay, the, the line between big hill and small mountain kind of blurs, but... Exactly, exactly. But me and my realtor, fortunately, we clicked right away. I mean, we were taking shots. <laughs> and then I told him straight up, I was like, man, I don't have a lot of money at the time, you know? What can we do? He's like, can you get 10 grand? I'll make an offer to the owner and we'll put fucking 20% down, which is 10 grand and 50,000, and we'll finance it for 10 years. And he got me the deal, man. Next thing I know, I'm signing papers, took the loan out, sent it to the owner, and I'm paying for the property. The thing was costing me $460 a month. That's it to own 18 acres in the Bay Area. That's literally less than you could lease like a used BMW for. Like, My seriously. car right now is almost that. Yeah. Seriously. And no, it's, seriously. Yeah, it's not a good investment. So I got lucky wow. on that. Yeah. And it's all about, you know, networking, building relationships. Yes. And that realtor's got my back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm learning too. I was talking to actually my realtor friend in Oklahoma about just kind of like some beginner steps to kind of head down that road. And exactly, uh, it, apparently, yeah, he said the same thing. Just finding that right person that'll kind of vibe with you, work with you. You know, yeah. Um, and also, what he was telling me that a lot of people may not know is that essentially, and correct me if I'm wrong. I'm kind of talking out of my ass, but this is what he told me is. Realtors are essentially free to hire because they get paid on the the seller. Exactly, dude. So, it's really a buyer's market. So if you're buying a piece of land, you're Gucci. You're not paying shit. You're just paying the owner. The money's going to him. The seller, you're 100% right, is getting taxed. They're paying taxes. They're paying the realtor commissions. On raw land, it's typically 10%. Oh. On a home, it's 5%. Yeah. So the realtor there, he's happy to sell it. He'll work whatever deal you can. But um, man, it's just mind-blowing, man. So... Basically got it. Didn't know what the heck to do at the time, but I uh, I rented an excavator, and again, this is all on credit. I didn't have any cash in my pocket. I'm working, you know, 40, 50 hours a week. I'm paying rent in the Bay Area. Everybody knows how that is. Dom knows how that is. <laughs> we I'm surprised you could afford Buffalo Trace, man. Oh, I know. I had to take out a more tar- That's on credit too. <laughs> yeah, that's, on credit too. that's how it was, man. That's how it was. So um, yeah, we got to this point, and I rented this excavator, and I just knocked out that hill, and I made enough area. To put a trailer and for the trailer same thing i went to the dealership man i got this much money i don't have a lot i got decent credit got a brand new trailer i said put solar on that give me a big septic tank on that yeah yeah so we did that i hauled that out there we had a little deck we built and dude, the thing was money. It looked amazing, man. Wow. Oh, amazing. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, man. So like I said, I, I, I was there just kind of on the sidelines for this whole initial process. Like he told me he bought this land and I was just like, like, that's dope, man. But like what what comes next? And he was like, man, whatever comes next is what comes next. But I got I got this land and that's really 
what matters. And, and, and that's kind of oversimplifying it, but once you have that land, once you have something to call yours, yeah, I mean, it's it, it's it's both literally and figuratively a foundation. Like it's, seriously, seriously, yeah, to man. build upon both literally and metaphorically. Like you can, yeah, yeah you, it's just that home base, exactly. That like, you can always come back to. Um, also, dude, a huge shout out on your domain, um, rawlanddevelopment.com, like. Perfect domain. Like Thank whenever you. I was looking it up, I was like, "Is this like a government website?" It was like perfect. But uh, uh, man, like uh, also, just quick shout out. We're kind of you know giving a little advice here. Is just if you own a business and you think maybe a domain might be taken, or oh, surely all the good domains are taken. Like, like probably not. Like I, I, I have no website live yet, but I own DreadfulTalk.com yes. and I own BeefyBoysBreakdown.com. I was like, surely somebody out there. There's even another yeah. podcast I think called Dreadful. But I was like. I was like, so surely somebody bought that, but no. So just you never know until you know until you try. And also, even if like, like I'm not ready to launch a website, I snagged up those domains. Like you got to get while the getting's good, you know. So first thing to do, I totally agree. Yeah, get like, that domain. Yeah, probably even before your logo. Like and seriously, worst, thing, worst case scenario, a big company wants it and they cash you out. Yeah. Seriously. No, seriously, it's, yeah. it, it can be like a lottery ticket. Like yeah. even you're like a crypto. Like you never know when that shit might skyrocket in value. Some exactly. some tech company. And he starts up with the same name and they want or you never know so buying domains kind of a slept on little little aspect there but um but yeah so like so you said you you have a septic tank you have solar power yeah based all off the trailer right so i just i was like i want something that can live off grid because this this property the first one had no water source except a creek creek uh down the hill you know hard to access wow. you know i made a little road with an excavator it was good and then the trailer trying to get that water to flow uphill is a major issue yeah so you can get a big pump and you can get a big tank and you can do that no problem but at first i had minimal money you know even credit credit was maxed out at this point man you know it did the excavator and uh the trailer and stuff like that so after that i mean we were just enjoying it as a weekend spot to be honest man we were out there cooking we're barbecuing people are shooting guns and cut trees 30 minutes from morgan hill nobody out there has done that right so uh, we got that going, and then uh, my realtor, I invited him out to have some drinks one day, and he's like, man, you've totally, totally changed this property. He's like, I could get you triple. And I was like, shut up, man. He's like, I get you triple, and everyone was upset. Don't sell it. We want a place to hang out. I'm yeah. like, dude, money talks. Yeah, Fresh triple. I mean, you know I mean? So, so if you um, could tell me I could triple $10, I'd probably take you up on <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, real talk, real talk. So what we did was I put it up for sale, and we got immediate response. Because what it was is somebody could really come and live out there if they needed to, you know? Well, the thing is, and I mean, it's no secret. Like, nobody's trying to get that put in that elbow grease. No. Nobody's trying to get their fingernails no, dirty. No, they are not. You know what I mean? I, I guess not nobody, because people like you exist. But, but the yeah. average people that have the money to buy land and, like, be property owners, typically, like, the Venn diagram of people that can afford land and people that like are willing to like work that land, it's yeah. like a very small overlap. I would 100% agree, man. 100% agree. So we took some great photos. My realtor was super stoked. We put it up for catfishing. Yeah, <laughs> you know you got it. We've all been there. So we put it up for 185 grand, man. What? Yeah, 185. More than triple. More than triple. Yeah, and we ended up. Uh, uh, we had a lot of interest, but I ended up receiving a cash offer. For about one hundred forty thousand dollars, and I was in about sixty, so um, it was life changing, man. And this this property, this is my first one. It closed uh, about six weeks ago, man. I woke up with a, 
a lot of money in my bank account. It's just it's life changing, man. Dude, that's yeah. that's like getting fucking drafted, bro. Like, you, know, like, seriously, <laughs> yeah, you wake yeah. up with a whole lot more zeros one yep. day. Don't throw it away like an NFL player. Yeah, 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 seriously, yeah seriously, because you need it to reinvest, and that's what I learned, man. You know, we did go to San Diego. We went and visit our boy Scott. Shout, Shout out, out Scott. Scott. Yeah, we love, love you, Scott. God. Miss you, guys. Love you, my guy, Christian Amor. Shout out, Christian. Yeah, yeah, man. All guys we used to work with at this tech company. I'm telling you, we used to get wild. You know, we'll say we'll save some of those for the untold stories of the crypt. But yeah, yeah we had yeah. some good times. Yeah, that's the real dreadful podcast right there. But um, no, man, it was it was amazing, man. And then um, what happened was my real thing was like, you know what? You did a good job working on that land. Why don't you help develop these other ones that I got and, uh, so they can resell for more? Damn. So yeah, we worked out a deal. You know, I refer him clients. He refers me clients. And uh, shit, man, we got so many jobs right now. I'm just, I'm overwhelmed. I'm overwhelmed. Wow. My, yeah, my business partner right now, she's in the car probably working off the Wi-Fi. I mean, we are we are bombarded right now. Man, this is like literally like making me so happy to hear, man. Like yeah. I said, man, people yeah. unfamiliar with Chris's background, like this ain't somebody who had nothing handed to him. This ain't somebody that took the easy path in life, you know, it fell down three times, get up four, you know what I mean, type yes. of story. And, 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 and I think there's a lot to be learned from that. And... There's a lot to be learned in kicking the tires and asking questions and don't tell yourself no before somebody else tells you no. Yeah. Whether that's applying for a job, whether that's asking a hot chick out, whether that's, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Just 100%. taking a chance on something you've never Seriously. had no experience in. Like even that first tech job that he hooked me up with, like yep. I had never, I, I could barely use a fucking typewriter. Like I was computer illiterate and you know, you got to take some chances and, and, and find out and just find out sometimes, like I said, don't tell yourself no before somebody else can tell you no. Make somebody exactly. else tell you no. Exactly. And knock on doors because if you don't, no one's going to answer. And if you don't throw anything in the oven, you're never going to have anything to eat, man. Straight Straight up. the fuck up, man. Get exactly. Or like, you know, and um, that's a great, that's a great, um, you know, metaphor to look at it as. And so I feel like we've kind of got into it a little bit, but just in to clear it up in case there's any confusion... What is like the textbook definition of raw land? Like, you know, yes. um, that's yeah. kind of a very important to distinction to make. Yeah. Because not all land is raw land. Even if there's no house on it, it still may not be raw land. What's exactly. that distinction that earns the label of raw land? No, great question. So <coughs> raw land's going to essentially be undeveloped. Yes. And uh, undeveloped, it can have a water source. It might have power, but that's going to be rare. And if you're worried about sewage, you can build a septic. And I can put that in for you. Super simple, half a day. Not that expensive. Wow. Develop land, you're going to be having a house, a primary dwelling, right? In the Bay Area, that's pretty important. It's the good thing about a primary dwelling in <coughs> developed land is you can get a loan through a bank. Loans through banks are typically... Right now, they're under 3%. Really good. But you know what? You're going to need 20% down unless you go FHA. And still, you're looking at 50, 60K. And if you don't have 20% down, you're paying the PMI every month. You're getting murdered. If you buy a house out here right now and you don't have 20% down, you're paying more for the house than you would be if you rented that house. And, and I mean, you we're know? talking 20, 20% of essentially a million dollars here in seriously, the Bay Area. Seriously. Like, seriously. Like, like, for those that are unfamiliar, you know... Um, a million dollars in, in like where we're currently filming this from San Jose, California, yep. and I'm essentially filming it from a million dollar house. And this house, talk. literally, like in Oklahoma, would be like 120 grand. Like it's a, a two, three bedroom house, one bathroom, in a 
mediocre neighborhood, like kind of yeah. shady, like, I like mediocre. yeah, like pushing and, and, and lock the door. Yeah, no, seriously, seriously, and uh, you know, better make sure your car door is locked. That's for damn sure. And uh, and, and we're so th that's why we're trying to explain the value of seriously? the raw land because yeah. his land's about a forty-five minute-ish drive, and yeah. um. And, and keep in mind, I mean, hell, I used to live 12 miles from my job, yeah. and it would take me an hour to get there with Bay Area traffic. So, exactly. So 45 minutes ain't that bad. And like, uh, and, and, and they said he got it for fifty thousand dollars. Like literally in in in, in Cali, fifty thousand dollars. I mean, you'll get laughed. You won't even get your phone call answered if you have fifty. Even if you have fifty grand cash. Yeah. Like yeah. you could have a duffel bag full of fifty grand. And yeah. you won't find a realtor that will even take your call. Not a chance. Not a chance. You'll have a hard time probably getting a condo. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so that's why we're, we're trying to, I, like I said, I love to have fun on this podcast. I love Absolutely. to have some drinks, have some smokes, tell some dick jokes, but. A couple dick jokes are good. A couple dick jokes never hurt anybody. But what I'm saying is, you know, if there can be just like some knowledge, I feel like in society, and I'm not even trying to get too deep. Like, I'm not saying it's intentional or whatever, just like. Certain knowledge isn't made available to certain people. It's a fact. It's, it's a, a fact. fact. And so, like, if I can use this platform as kind of like a conduit yeah. to just, like, let somebody know that, like, there may be other options out there. Yeah. And, you, you know, if you pay rent for 30 years, you yeah. know what you have after that 30 years? Dick. You have dick. nothing. Yeah, dick. And it's probably some shitty dick. I'll be straight yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, man. And, yeah. like, and then... But if you pay on a mortgage or you pay on some land for 30 years, guess exactly. what? You own that. Like, you own yeah. it. You, you, your grandkids own that. Yeah. Their kids own that. I mean, as long as yeah. you know, you can pass it down. And yeah. correct me if I'm pretty sure property goes towards your net worth, too. It, yeah, it can. Definitely. Especially if you resell and stuff like that. Um, it, can, it can be a great, especially if you're renting out. That's going to count as income and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, no, buying a house, cool. We'd all love one. Hey, I'd rather buy some fucking raw land, you know? And uh, I just wanted to seem possible to people to do that option, you know, because it really is, man. Work on your credit a little bit. Talk to your family. Get a loan from them if they, if they got the money. My family didn't. But, uh, yeah, and get on the ball, man. Yeah, man. And this man, he's also the one that told me about credit, too, because, and I'll, you know, just kind of personalize this for a second. You know, kind of, when you grow up, a lot of people out there grow up similar. You know, you grow up, you know, no silver spoon. You might grow up in the struggle, whatever yeah. the case may be. Credit is, like, essentially like a cuss word. Like, you look at credit like, oh, that's bill collectors calling. Yeah. That's... That's bad news. Like, credit is bad news. It is so funny because if you ever go out to eat with dinner with a rich person, like, people with cash for days and days and days, uh -huh. you know what they're going to pay for that dinner with? They're going to throw that credit that card down. That credit card down every fucking time, man. Every fucking every time. Every fucking time. And, and, and then you start hanging out with people that are financially literate. And, exactly. and, you know, maybe done well for themselves. And they're all about credit. Seriously. And, and so how... And... and so use, learning how to use your credit as an yeah. asset, you know, like I said, this man was able to buy land with essentially nothing but his dick in his hand exactly. based off having good credit. And, and like I said, it's just simple. Like I, I started off with a little like $300 limit credit card. Same, same. That's the way to do it. It's probably a secured card, right? Uh, actually, this one wasn't. But you or got your but, first one is Yeah, yeah, yeah I got it. I'm that's moving up it, in the world. That's baby. found that. But, uh, but yeah, or if you say you have dog shit credit. You can invest in yourself, essentially. You yeah. can go to your bank and they'll give you a credit card. You just yeah. got to put up, essentially, collateral. Yeah. You, like, you, you can have a $500 limit if they if you give them $500. So exactly. It's kind of not really credit, but it is. It builds your credit. They report to the credit bureaus. Exactly. And, and after six months of that, you'll have the real deal. Yeah. And so, just like I said, I, I want people that maybe grew up less advantaged or whatever to just not 
you don't hear the word credit and, and you know, be like a deer, your ears go up. Be like, that's bad. That's a danger word. Like, Man, it intimidated me at first. I didn't get my first credit card until I was 25. I didn't understand how it worked, but, you know, shout out. I'm not getting paid off this. Credit Karma really helped me out. You Credit Karma too? Credit Sessions? We literally used to get, like, drunk and, like, get on Credit Karma. Like, that was, like, what we would do yeah. as, like, our, like, like our fuck, bro sessions. Fuck like comparing dicks. We're going to compare credit scores, We compare right? credit score. Yeah. You told me, like, steps I could take. And I may have taken my sweet-ass time on taking those steps, but I've taken yeah. them. Like, I've done all those things that we used to talk about doing. And it's a marathon. It ain't a race. It ain't a, it's a marathon, not a race. And, and and also, that goes the same, man. The type of people that you're hanging out with. Because... Seriously. Seriously. Like... Because everybody likes to, like, cast the blame. Oh, all you do is drink and smoke with them. But, hell, we would drink, like I said, and literally talk about credit and finance. And, and yeah. like, just, you can level up with people. You don't have to necessarily be a choir boy. Yeah. Or, you know, be, be be you know, a Mormon to make progress in life. Like, yeah. you, can, you can have a good time. Like, I'm so tired of, like, giving that binary. It's like, oh... Successful people don't party or drink, and it's like you really can kind of have your cake and eat it too. Just Seriously. don't be a dumbass. We're living proof of that. We work hard and we play harder, man. Yeah. I promise you, I play hard. You know, mm -hmm. I'm here every night. We're partying fucking hard right now. We're partying we're, right now and being productive and networking. Plus, this is a social thing. Just seeing you, I mean, it's a blessing. In itself, oh, this man. is this is so much fun, man. Super happy, bro. So I got. I'm just gonna throw out a round number, kind of give an example. And I said yeah. we don't have to bust out any chalkboards or anything, but no, just kind sure. of give a ballpark answer if you can. Um, so say. A hundred thousand dollar piece of land was developed, like not raw. It was yeah. developed. It, yeah. it um pretty much ready to have a house put on it. Yeah. Um, that costs a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Let's like so once again using round easy numbers. Let's just say it's like ten acres, whatever. Yeah. Um, if that same land was undeveloped. Yeah. How much cheaper if it was raw? Sorry, excuse me. Raw. Yeah, is yeah raw for sure. If that same, if that hundred thousand dollar piece of developed land was raw. How much cheaper? What percentage? Like, like, what are we? What are we talking here? Just ballpark figure. Like, how much cheaper so, is the raw land? No, that's a great question. Let me give you an example of a property we actually put in an offer last night, okay. and we're super excited about this one. We really hope it pulls through. Basically, when you put in an offer, you know your realtor is going to draft up an offer. We're going to give you this much down this year term, this uh, annual APR, you know, annual percentage rate. I also call it annual percentage rape. <laughs> but um, you know, you're going to pay them. But um. This property we valued at, so we put in an offer on a 40-acre parcel, 30 minutes from my house. We put in an offer of $120,000, 10-year term, 5% APR. And we're going to offer them 25% down. We're going to start at that. Always start low. And uh, that comes out to 30 grand down. I wouldn't have 30 grand if I didn't just flip that property. Be straight up with you, man. Um, but reinvesting his profits. Did he go buy a fucking dumbass car or a stupid ass condo or did he just invest back into his business? I, I mean, want it again. I want that feeling when I woke up and I had that money. I want it again, man. And I'm going to do whatever it takes to get it again. I'm fortunate. I got good people in my life. I got a great partner. Whatever she's doing right now. Shout out to Angie Mora. Love you. Um, but uh, no. So if it was developed, if it was in town, that's a million dollar property, right? Woo! Yeah, you hear yeah. that word? The M. The M. The dropping big M's. M's. Yeah, we're dropping M's. This one, we're going to be simple. So the first thing you look at when you look at a property 
is location. How far is it from you? Don't go more than an hour. Yeah. Because honestly, if you're working a job like most people, you're going to have to go see your property. You're going to have yeah. to check on your investment, yeah. right? Yeah. And you're going to have to get out there on your weekdays, not just fucking weekends. You're going to have to work. I mean, I've had poison oak 12 times last year. And I, man, it was horrible, bro. I don't know if I told you, oh, man. Oh, man. I mean, head to toe to fucking what? You already have lead pink most of the time anyway. Oh, so. bro. I was fishing in the bay, so I'm a little, uh, <laughs> I'm a little sunburnt. But um, no, seriously, man, it's hard work, but God, it, it just does pay off, you know? Yeah, yeah, paid off. And it, and it doesn't pay somebody else off. It pays you off. You're not exactly. making a boss rich. Seriously. You're not making a CEO rich. Exactly. You're not making the owner of a company rich. 100%. You are it, directly, it's like you get out what you put in, right? You actually get out more than you put in, yeah, essentially. Yeah, literally. No, yeah. seriously, literally. You could get that resell it but if you sit there and do what you need to do you're gonna make a shit ton of money so, so if bad. you're willing to put in a little bit of elbow yeah grease or not a lot not a little bit a lot a lot of, of elbow grease and you know you can get essentially a million dollar property for 120 grand you know and, and really only a fraction of that down yeah. so you see how very quickly you can essentially turn what you say thirty grand into a million dollars. Like, if like, you do it like, right. like yeah. obviously, you know that's kind of an exaggeration and an yeah. oversimplification, but not too far off. No, not no. too far off. And, and that's exactly why I wanted to have this man come and explain this to you guys. So you know that that's really that's just man. That's I'm, I'm getting pumped, man, because I'm I'm not there yet, but I'm uh, to the I'm to the point where you know. You pretty are there. soon. We will get you there. Yeah, pretty I soon. Mean, I can start, you know, looking at some of this myself. So. Whatever you need, man. Let's do it, man. Yeah. You got what it takes. And this guy's a hard worker. I worked with him in the office, and he was a grinder, man. Like he said, when he came in, he didn't have the best customer service skills, <laughs> but he was to no fucking I think his first day, he cussed out a customer. And that's why I kind of like him even more than I fucking <laughs> like myself. But he had fucking balls, man. He didn't give a fuck. Yeah, man. That's, that's nah, something. You got to have some stones, man. You got to have some stones, And the man. customer always ain't right, man. Man, fuck, oh, like, uh, fuck on that, man. Seriously, man. I mean, probably never get hired in customer service again, but that's probably. okay. And we that's don't want a, it. Yeah, we yeah. We it. don't want it. We fuck don't it. want it, man. Yeah. But all right. So kind of a tongue-in-cheek question, but seriously, like, so, you know, most people, myself included, I want to find an apartment, a little house to rent. I get on Zillow. I get on Facebook Marketplace. Um, Great question, Ian. Where do you find raw land? Is there like a own separate website? You just gotta yeah. go through the realtors. Like, what's what? Where do you find raw land? So, bringing up Zillow, you can find undeveloped oh. raw land on Zillow, but the realtor, more times or not, it's just gonna get some shit they got passed. Right? They're selling houses. They don't know anything about it. You call them and say, "Hey, what's this? What's this property zoned for?" And if you're buying raw land, figuring out zoning. Oh my God. Oh, I'm sucks. glad you mentioned that. It sucks, but you have to figure it out. You have to understand what you can do with that piece of land. Even if you're doing shit unpermitted, which half the time I do. <laughs> Fuck a permit. I already paid taxes. Fuck them. But um, no, so you can find someone on Zillow. Dude, we found this one the other day, man. It slipped through my fingers. I couldn't believe it. Not even going to talk about it because I might have shit tear my eyes. <laughs> but found someone on Zillow. But what I recommend is you can hit me up on my website. Hit up Dom. Which is rawlanddevelopment.com. Like, yeah. And, as uh, simple as it gets. Good luck forgetting that. Fucking domain man. of the year. <laughs> yeah, no. So you hit us up and uh, I'll refer you to my realtor and all he does is raw land. And I'm talking about raw land on this side of the mountain. And you're not in the house, so you know this side is west. So there's a whole mountain ridge out there. There's a ton of properties out there. I mean, we're talking about, I mean, we're about to get maybe 40 acres for 120 grand, man. And that's you know? crazy. And that's in California. It's California. Like, all, all I can think about is like what I can get on the Nevada side of the border for that same price. No, or like You're thinking about quad riding them a property, man, and your property too. Yeah, man. Oh, I don't man. know. So, so it just, it opens doors. Like I said, so many 
I'm real big on like the whole get it out of the mud, nothing to something, like ending cycles of generational poverty. Like that's what I like. Like if I ever, you know, have the resources, like that's going to be like my like cause in life. And, 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 and kind of the whole teaching a man to fish as opposed to giving a man a fish, you Absolutely. know, because there's just so, like I said, knowledge that is like some of the stuff we're saying, you know, if you come from a landowning family, that shit, you'd be like, duh, but I've but, been doing this. I but, know. Taxes. But, you know, if you come from a single mom household or just inner city or wherever the case may be, yeah. whatever the case may be, sometimes you just may not even know these are options. And, and, and I really just want to let you know that it is an option. Um. So, also something um, that I've always been super curious about is um, mineral rights. Mineral rights, okay. Also, another big thing, if you ever seen the Beverly Hillbillies, one of the old school shows, <laughs> shoot, end up hitting some oil, you know, then they strike it rich. But, what most people don't know is, like, even in that perfect Beverly Hillbillies scenario, most people that own land, even if you shot up oil out of there, you want to own that oil. It's, if it's, you don't own the mineral right, that's why I wanted to talk about this. Like you, you know more true. than me, so just no, very, me. very true. That's something. So when you first get looking at a property, you're going to get a preliminary report. They call it right. Okay, it's going to send you every information on that piece of property from the county, and okay. it's going to have mineral rights. We're talking about oil. We're talking about uh, natural gas and gold. Gold, yeah. Man, when I was digging that excavator, I swear to God, I was hoping I was going to hit some gold. I did it. We're in the California hills, not far from the old 49er hills. Yeah, you know that, what I mean? it's not. It's really not out of the realm of possibility. But. No, seriously, it can be. So you're going to every property is going to be different mineral rights. Yeah, yeah. A lot of them. My last one, I think I had one sixteenth right to any gold, any oil. Oil, you're going to have to, you know, you're fucked. If they're going to get a company out there, they're going to know. If you find gold, you find gold, right? Yeah, yeah. But um, no, so yeah, that's a great question. And dude, there's people that are making a shit ton of money off oil, obviously. If you hit oil, you're good. But finding oil... You'd have to have a drill, you know, you have to have them go scan and stuff people. like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of a long shot. I'm not, I just wanted to let people know if you are going to buy property. And I'm not even saying you have to own the mineral rights, but at least ask. Like mm -hmm. a lot of people, mm -hmm. I feel like you, you may end up buying some land not even knowing, you know, I mean. Seriously. Yeah, so I just Seriously. wanted to people just to be aware of that term mineral rights. You can yeah. own the ground, but not what's beneath the ground. So you're saying, you're like. One sixteenth is that pretty like normal? Is that pretty average, or like like is it just kind of vary by property? It does vary by property and county, and I'm not sure how it works. I mean, the deed on our property was like fuck from the 1800s. I mean, you get information wow. that's so old, that's cool. it, it's insane, you know. Because the one thing about land is they only make so much of it, right? Yeah, yeah. So get your portion, and uh, hopefully you got some good mineral rights just in case. Yeah, yeah, just in case, or yeah. like something else people may not know. I don't even know if I ever told you this story. I knew some people back in Oklahoma. I don't even need to say their names, but they um they. Had a bunch of land and um they didn't actually own the mineral rights however oh, they ended up finding natural gas on the property i forget exactly how they found out but quite a bit of natural gas wow. on the property and even though they didn't own the mineral rights they got paid i think 20 or no, it was 20 grand a month per machine wow by the natural gas company yes. for like noise, just putting up with it, the eyesore, the noise, all of it, wow. just for allowing them. They were they were making forty grand a month, like I said, without owning the mineral rights, just for like essentially allowing the companies to 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 drill and stuff for natural gas. So like that's 
That's another, you know, uh, possibility. Kind of a long shot, but I mean, fucking no, hey, I mean, forty grand a month. You got a better chance that. of hitting that than you do a lottery ticket. And a lot of people, that's a retirement plan. I hate to say it, hate to admit it. Why do you guys are buying fucking scratch tickets? Good luck with that. Yeah, no. I mean, you know. Yeah, you, the only thing scratch tickets is good for is beer mo- weekend beer money. You, know, you shouldn't be yeah. banking on that shit. And an excuse to go to a liquor store. <laughs> facts, <laughs> facts, facts. All right. So, next question for you, brother, yeah, is um, say, all right, you bought the raw land. Like, yes. all the realtor papers are signed. You own it. It's us. Step number one. When you're drawing out the plan, step number one. Like, what's what... What do you do with Rowling? What's the and you, I guess you can actually I I wrote down what's step one. What's step one two three? Like what what are some yeah. of the first things you gotta you gotta do? Let's get into it. So every piece of Rowland has its own unique um, possibility, right? This yes. this one might be good for a grower, and growing's huge out in this area. We got good soil. We got great sun. We ain't so, talking about growing corn, people. No, no, we don't eat corn. We don't grow corn. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking um, no. So this op, this might be good for a grow op, right? It's got the good sun, the DEA. It doesn't flower too much, whatever, you know. So we're gonna for that property, we're gonna open up the property. We're gonna fucking work on the road so it's nice and smooth and you need a water source. My last one, not the best for growing, not a ton of flat acreage. But um we're gonna smooth out the road, we're gonna open up the pad, we're gonna get livable, everything you need to live. Yes. And another one, it's pretty much between that. You either want to live there, you want to, or you can have like a weekend property. And some some are just literally sanctuaries, man. I'm I'm helping do a job for a guy right now, he's gonna make it a a Vietnam or not uh, a police and uh, veteran uh, sanctuary. Oh wow! So we're, he's doing a butterfly garden. So I had an excavator out there. We're building up an area for him. I mean, this guy's so, got so crazy ideas. For sure, for sure. That's all good stuff. I'm gonna ask a little, little, little bit more specific though. Like what? Uh, so like, are we talking about like making things level, clearing out trees? I mean, all of the above. But like, you, you know, you, you you get the land. Yeah. And like obviously, so so let's just give a more specific example. So you got some land. Somebody, not for a grow up, just like a family house. Like you're cool. trying to develop it up yeah. for like a family house and flip it to somebody yeah. trying to build a house yeah. there or whatever the case may be, uh-huh. which is a good strategy if you're trying to flip it. And okay. um, and, and, and so like, like say, you know, not relatively flat, you know, maybe a few areas, maybe like a stream running through it. So like, what are like the, um, like, like, are you just trying to make a level area to, for, to lay the foundation for the house? Is it like getting a bulldozer and making it level? Is it... Building a long driveway up, like what is like, kind of like you know, some. Of the- so if you're looking at building a house for a family, right? First thing, always tackle the road, man. Tackle, smooth out that road because I, on my SUV right now, I've been through brand new suspension twice in the last sixteen months. I swear to God, I'm sick of taking that fucking. On thing the show, like, on the oh, on the Infinity, oh, man. Oh, yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. why I roll fucking Infinity to the property. <laughs> it's whatever. That thing is. Busted, man. I think I busted it again last night, man. We got locked into some property. So you're gonna you're gonna save yourself vehicle repairs by doing the road first. Like legit, time. like it's like gonna pay all jokes for itself. And then if you're looking for a house, you gotta focus on utilities, right? Mm. A lot of these properties that I'm referring to that I'm buying and reselling, they're too far out for um, sewage to go back to the county. So you're gonna do a septic tank. Yeah, yeah. And like I said, my company We'll do a septic tank. You know, it's it's not that expensive. I grew up using a septic tank. Yeah. Like people, like where I'm from in Oklahoma, septic tank very common. Like yeah. out here in California, the Bay Area, or city slicker, it may seem kind of exactly. weird. You you throw some fucking Ridex powder in your toilet, fucking couple straight times up. a year, you're good to go. I mean, it's no different, really. I mean, no, straight up. So once that's handled, then let's look at energy. What are we gonna do for energy? Some of the properties they have a power line close by, right? You can pay PG and E, and they charge by I believe it's footage and yardage. 
for how much it takes <coughs> to come burn down your your property. Well, that too, yeah. those fuckers. <laughs> well, how's your problem? Mine was two fifty last month, cocksuckers. Oh man. Oh, brutal, man. But um, so you can get a power line out there if it's not too far from the grid. If it's off grid, easy, man. We'll build you a little structure. We'll throw <coughs> batteries, solar panels. We can get you some Tesla shit. And then, and then, like, the state of California, like, compensates you if you use solar, they too, can, right? They, and you can, like, even sell your excess energy back to the counter, whatever the case may be. There's a lot of possibilities with solar. Yeah. And, and, like, the obvious fact that it's way better for, like, the environment than, than you know, burning coal and, and no, things of that nature. No, seriously. And then the third thing is water. And water's huge, man. Yeah. Water's huge. So if you can't drill a well, you can have a company come out. And you're gonna, you're honestly gonna be looking at twenty to thirty grand cash. There's no financing through this shit for them, but they're gonna drill a hole and try to find an underground spring. You and that includes, does that money include them like finding the well and drilling for it, or is that like two separate? Dumb, I knew a guy that couldn't hit water, and he spent almost a hundred fucking thousand dollars. So you just you're paying for them to try. You're, you're not guaranteed anything exactly, for your money. Exactly. It, it's That's a, tough. It's a little sketchy, man. But um, <coughs> normally you can look at the the. Properties around you, you'll see above ground springs or wells, and yeah. you have a better chance. If not, don't spend that money. Go get yourself a fucking five hundred dollar water tank. Call a company; they'll come deliver you water every month. And you have a pump, and you just pump it. I recommend for most of these properties getting a nice trailer or a tiny home. Yeah, tiny yeah. homes are great. You can have a few tiny homes, right? <coughs> and um, it's better than building a house because building a legitimate house, you're gonna have to deal with the county and permits. And permits, my friend, are brutal. That is ridiculous. Really? Man. Just like, so you have to pay for like each permit? Each permit, man. Like just the, man. just the process, man. I knew a guy that paid almost five grand to permit a fence. I mean, you're talking real money. It's going and, back and, to the and government. It's, and it's, it's kind of the age old question of like, why do I have to pay the government to build on something that I already, I already paid own. to own? Thank you. Yeah. Like, I. You know, you like like so, sometimes people try to make that argument for like property taxes and stuff, and it's like I can kind of see the idea behind property taxes, but permits, yeah. Like if I want to fucking remodel my bathroom, I gotta ask your permission. The last time I checked, I was a grown man that would like paying for it myself. Like, Absolutely, you, it ridiculous. seems pretty. I'm, I'm with you on that. Yeah. Like, so what I recommend is honestly, <coughs> be straight up. The majority of the jobs we do are unpermitted. So if you don't move too much soil and you don't do too much, you don't cause any earthquakes, you're gonna be fine. Always keep a good relationship with your neighbors. The first property I bought, the neighbor yeah, was like, "I remember you told me this story." But yeah, get into it. Tell yeah, me, no, I, that the neighbor. He was a little skeptical at uh, first. Man, he's like, "I'm not letting that guy use my road to his property." And I was like, "Well, you know, to be honest with you, I have a legal document saying I can. I have legal easement access." But you know what? Let's let's. We're both in Morgan Hill. Let's go have a drink. I got this guy's shit face. I spent like two hundred on whiskey. Uh, <coughs> and I was in Buffalo Trace. I'm talking some shit. And um, no, got him shit faced, and at the end of the day, he was like, "You can do what the fuck you want." <laughs> I gotta tell you, man. If there's anything that I've learned from this motherfucker right here, is take a motherfucker out for a drink. Straight up. That's Straight what up. I'll, I'll, I'll tell a little personal story real yeah. quick about kind of like, please, kind of the beginning of our friendship is just how uh, he called me up one day and was like, "Hey, bro, like, come eat me for a beer." Just like on some friendship. We hadn't even been friends that long at a point. Kind of got this guy. He's a cool guy. Reached out to me. And um, so I come have a beer, and I was all down in the dumps, beating myself up. I had just been essentially fired that day from, yeah. from my shitty-ass retail job. <laughs> and I was like, fuck, man, like, I'm fucked, man. Like, I don't really want to go drink beer. Like, I got to move back to Oklahoma. Like, I was all fucking, you know, tearing my beer but without even the beer. And he was trying to get me a beer to cry in. And, uh, and I was like, no, man, I'm not in the mood. And he was like, bro, if you fucking come have a beer with me, 
you'll have a job on Monday. Yes. Yeah, 100%. It's so funny how our friendship started that way. The the story he just told about his neighbor, the landowner, it's like, man. But it's not so much the alcohol. It's the conversation, right? It's the the look in a man in his eye. Yeah. It's the, you know, just... It's funny because actually last week on my podcast I had like a sidekick on and we were talking about like, oh, yeah, shit. yeah. I gotta, I gotta catch up on that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, man. We're talking like vibes and just intuitions and nice. all that shit. And and like I said, as far out as like the word sidekick may sound to some people, myself included, but like vibes and intuitions, that sounds completely normal. That's partly what I talked to about her with. I said all the same stuff to her, so I'm not like being fake, but like, like what I'm saying is like vibes and intuitions, we all acknowledge like that's like a very real thing, right? Like, like, we all have experienced something. Oh, we get a Energy, bad, man. bad feeling from this guy. We get a good feeling from this guy. And, and, and like I said, but if you never just sit down with that person, whether it be coffee or alcohol, whatever the case may be, different, different strokes for different folks, but like, you know, just have sit the power of conversation, the power of looking somebody in their eye, shaking their hand. I mean, it sounds old school. So I feel like it's like Hank Hill right now. But, like, yeah, it's something that is being lost with, I'll even say, my generation, the future Same. generation, the youth. Like, 100%. just that old-fashioned look a man in his eye, shake his hand, yeah. maybe have a beer, maybe have a coffee, whatever the case may be. Yeah. And, and, and just and kind of cutting cutting through the bullshit, yeah. you know. Everything wants to be like DMs and social media, and, yeah. And there's just something to sitting down with somebody, reading their energy, having a conversation, and, and it can lead to glorious things. And just I said it earlier in the podcast, I'm gonna say it again. Don't tell yourself no. No. Make somebody tell you no. Yeah. And then, Not yeah. talking about sexually, you me tours out there, but <laughs> David Dobrik, whatever you want, oh, man, you fucked up. We're talking, we're talking about business wise, job wise, job wise, like, like you know, just like I said, don't tell yourself no, like oh, I don't, that'll never happen for me, you know, man. And now if somebody tells you no, okay, that's fine, keep it pushing. What's plan B? Well, you got to pivot it just on the fly, but make somebody tell you no. I said whether that be applying for a job. Whether that be applying for a loan, applying for a credit card. My yeah. my, my first credit card, my, I, they uh, uh, I applied for. Yeah. I literally was like, I'm not gonna get approved. And I actually I ended up getting approved for less than I wanted, but I got my I got a credit card. Exactly. And, and, and so, like I said, even, it's kind of the whole shoot for the stars, land on the moon thing. You never know until you ask. Exactly. And you don't want to essentially cock block yourself, right? Like you yeah. know, you gotta at least you at least give yourself a give yourself a chance. You know, you got you got to the whole you miss 100% of the shots you don't take or yeah. you don't you'll never hit a ball if you don't swing at it whatever sports oh, analogy you want to insert man get your foot in the door and then you bust that shit open that's step number two but no 100% dude investing in relationships and people is as important if not more important than investing in land I mean I couldn't do this without the people I do it with man yeah man and you, you hear know? and you hear people you hear people all the time whether it be behind the music or different podcasts documentaries whatever the case may be is you know I had all the money in the world but I still wasn't fulfilled because I didn't do it with the right people, or I, I went about it the wrong way. And, and you hear you hear those stories all the time about Straight up, man. it's kind of about how you do it and who you do it with, as opposed to just everybody's so focused on that end result. And, and you know, you know, at the end of the day, you know, there's there's a bottom line that needs to be met. But you know, I feel like you can kind of have your cake and eat it too. For yeah, sure. you know, you want to go up. You want to be on the elevator by yourself or with some motherfuckers you love, man. I love this guy. We're doing it. Love my business partner, Angie. Great. Yeah. My realtor. Amazing, my family. Amazing. What um, 
I know. I think I got might got the answer if you talked about getting all that poison oak. But what's like the Ooh. worst part? What's like the part that even though you know it's gonna make you money, you just fucking hate every time and just we it, it ain't all peaches and cream. You know what I'm saying? Like that. that you know, just realistically, like what are some of the downsides oh, to man. you know developing the raw land? Downsides is um, you know, sometimes it's like owning a boat. You know, it's like yeah, it's cool to have a boat. Everybody wants to come, right? Everyone wants to be on the boat. But you're paying for it. You're cleaning it. You're yeah. dealing with all that shit. Paying the uh, dock it. That's number one sometimes, man. I would cook, you know, for everyone. I'd host everyone. At the end of the day, they're out of there. And I'm just like, shit, man. I got a shit ton of shit to clean, you know? Yeah, yeah. But, you know, whatever. That's part of having good companies. Number two, uh, Poison Oak. I ranked Poison Oak number two for sure. That shit was brutal, bro. I had to shot my ass just to finish a job. Steroids. So, like, would you, like, be wearing shorts and shit or walking through it? Or, like, I mean, how are you getting all this Poison Oak? <laughs> nah, man. I mean, rolling around naked in it. What's going on here? I had so much on the last property. My 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 boy was immune to it, and some branch hit his eye, and we woke up, and his motherfucking eye was swolled up, man. I mean, it was pretty bad, dude. And I just I had it. I was going on a vacation one time, and it flared up, and I was trying to get a doctor visit there, and they're like, no way, uh, no. So that's that's number two for sure. Number three, man. Um, God, I'll be honest, there isn't a number three, man. Number three, I mean, you know, it's maybe an accident on time, you know. Yeah, At the time, a- I was working full time. Um, it's tough, you know. If you own a lot of land, you have a lot of responsibility. Yeah. Uh, just time uh, time management, you know. No, and, and I've seen firsthand, like, uh, I don't know if you guys ever seen those, like, weird shows that come on, like, I don't know if it's Discovery Channel or whatever the fuck, but, like, when nature, like, they, they'll, like, simulate, like, if no people lived in L.A., for oh, a year and yeah. like nature overtakes it and i don't know if you ever seen which that. would I, be great i, I love la but fuck i watch a lot of nerdy shit like that but but what i'm saying is is i've essentially experienced that's so like when i was real little i lived on a little bit of land right outside of winniewood oklahoma like where no. tiger king was filmed oh no, uh, yeah, and, uh, oh, yeah. Uh, out there in the sticks and uh, i i grew up on, i'm talking really on four or five six years old and um and but like my and my dad was like an over-the-road trucker so like oh, he, he would be long gone long, huh? yeah like two weeks at a time I mean oh, and so needless to say nobody was taking care of the property yeah and essentially sure. what happened to the property is like that that, that example I was saying like when when <laughs> it went back to nature it went back to nature bro <laughs> like the grass overtook the fences hey. like to the point where like you may not think like grass and shit can like bend metal like, yeah it, it fuck it'll fuck oh, your man. fences it's all the most like powerful force in the world nature like, it yeah. will overtake and so like like what he's saying like i've experienced the flip side i've lived on a land that nobody was taking care of it. i mean it's a it's a nightmare i mean it's it never ends man it never ends but god's rewarding and then um so like say somebody buys some land well can anybody just rent a bulldozer is this something i'm about to just do you need like a license like do you can like can i go rent a bulldozer right now i mean dom you could because you look legit (laughs) but a lot of people can't man sometimes you need a business account um we have we just opened one with cresco cresco is a a, a good sized company um you need like an llc or a sole proprietorship stuff like that um home depot they don't have a bulldozer, but they have a mini excavator. Like a bobcat little thing? Yeah, and it's yeah. a good machine. I've done a shit ton with a mini excavator. And you can rent it. They'll drop it off, and you can get out there, and you can play with it. I recommend you hire me to do it straight up. Yeah, and yeah. I'll teach you how to do it. I've taught multiple people how to drive it, and I mean, you'll never regret it. It's fun, man. I mean, yeah, it's can, like a job skill, too. Like, yeah, you know, we like, move mountains, man. Seriously, man. And, that's uh, crazy. It, it's fun, man. But no, equipment, yeah, is a big deal. And it, it's expensive. I'm going to be straight up with you, man. I mean... The mini excavator is, you're looking at $700 a day, and that's not even uh, paying me to rent it. I mean, operate it, you know? If you're. So that, but that's what I was about to say, as it's like, if 
$700 a day, I, not trying to cock block you, but I'm just saying, like, for the independent person out there, or somebody out of state, like, a lot of people watching this are in Oklahoma, probably somebody that can't yeah. hire your services, but, like, um, if, if, you know, if, if you can't hire my man here, if you, if you were to do it yourself, you yeah. know, that that is an option. Man, YouTube it. Seriously, YouTube it. There's some good people out there that are doing some good shit, and, uh... Make your, uh, I mean, my first time I rented one, man, I was like, shit, I got to pay. Uh, it was 1200 for two days, and uh, I worked 14, 16 hours on it. I worked all fucking night. I mean, thank God the beer for that one. I was out there at 4 in the morning. I slept in my truck, That's woke up, day. woke up, and went back to work, man, because oh, you man. can't waste money, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You don't want to, yeah. No, that's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. What about, have you, you said you had people shooting guns out on your property. What, um. Big time, man. And Do you ever have like a game warden come out? Like checking, like anything like that? No, it would have been his life at risk on that point, man. Because <laughs> we were pretty lit. But, um, no, it's a good question. So the most of the properties are extremely private, man. And, you know, to bring people from Morgan Hill, San Jose that come out there, they've never even used a chainsaw. That's how I was. I YouTube that he's a chainsaw. Wow. Cutting trees down. But me and you, we have some backgrounds of firearms. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever, but um, no. To have somebody chop down a tree in one day and shoot a gun for the first time, it's it's pretty exciting for me. Yeah, and see, well, and, and I gotta be real, man. See, like that's how I grew up. Yeah, like literally, same. my first job ever, the first thing I ever got paid for in my life was chopping down like storm debris trees. There we go. And I was like sixteen. Yeah. And like uh, and and growing up shooting guns and, guns, and all that yeah. shit. And and I mean, I absolutely loved. My, like, journey to the big city. And, I mean, you know, I've lived in San Jose for going on five years now, man. It's, you know, a city of a million people. Seriously. And, and, um, and Seriously. I, I, I really enjoyed it. But I do I do miss some of that, the way I grew up, you know, kind of this, that a little bit more of that slower pace, like, that country. Because people here at country, and there's all these, like, negative connotations, kind of rightfully so, but it's not always true. Like, you know, like, people hear country and they think of, like, you know, racism and fucking rednecks. Fucking rednecks. Red red but, like, y'all, well, I'll tell you a little story about something I experienced, you know. There, there's towns in, like, southern Oklahoma yeah. that are, like, they're all black towns. Going back to, like, the segregation. Like, they were founded by, like, black people. They're all oh, black wow. towns, like, going yeah. back to the segregation yeah. days. But they're just out in the sticks, so it never really changed. Exactly. Like, these all black Country ass communities, those yeah. all black rodeos and all black and, and 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 I and I used to I used to have a friend. Shout out Tez, shout out what up Tez, Martez Harrison, his dad, um, and grandpa. His family was from that part of the um from that part of the state, and we would go down there on weekends and we would ride horses and oh, four man. wheelers and shoot guns and all that shit. And, and it's just to say, man, and I'm kind of specifically talking to my fellow people of color out there. It's like. Don't let that shit scare you away from buying some land or living there. Or, 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 you know, you, you may end up fucking love riding horses or shooting guns. or Some know. of those things that, especially in a place like the Bay Area, super woke, super liberal. Like, those yeah. things are kind of frowned upon. Yeah. And, 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 and I'm just saying, that like, like, you know, don't knock it till you try it, essentially. Yeah. And, and, and like I said, I've, I've been to all black rodeos and shit. So, like, when you've experienced shit like that, it changes, like, your perception. Like, like that shit is for everybody. Like, you yeah. can be the most hood motherfucker in Oakland. And still go buy some fucking land, you know? Like, you well, can... Like, at that point, at least you know how to use a gun. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> no. and, 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 but I'm just saying, like, you know, I just... I feel like, like I said, once again, circling back to the central theme of this episode. I didn't even plan this, but it kind of just turned out to be the central theme. Don't tell yourself no. No. If Whether if that, that reason is race or you're a city slick or... Like, just don't tell yourself no. Like, you may end up liking that shit, you know? A hundred percent, man. I, you know, I never owned a four-wheel drive truck in my life, and now we got... 
We got three right now. I mean, fuck, you never know. Got a couple chainsaws, never know how to use one, never know how to operate it. Yeah, man, you got a whole career, business, I mean. Just everything, man. That's thank, amazing. Thank God, I mean, yeah. you know, and thank hard work and building relationships. Yeah, yeah, like thank hard work. Now. Like, you did it, dude. Yeah. Like, you did it. Like, probably when a lot of people would have told you not to. I was telling myself. Like, that like, like Max and I, like, you took your risk, dog. Like, Max and I, your credit on some yeah. land that you couldn't take a shit on. No. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, 100%, it's, man. And, 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 and like I said, not every success story is the NFL draft or the fucking, you know, making it big and famous or even being yeah. a famous podcaster. There's yeah. motherfuckers like this that make it happen for themselves, get it out the mud. And, and and make turn turn nothing to something, man. And, and thank you, man. My favorite type of people. I'm I'm so happy, man. Like Likewise, like man, I love what you're doing. We took we both took a totally different avenue we than did. where we're at the software company. Yeah, we did have a good time. We did, but it wasn't for us, man. We took some skill. And we, we went with it, you know? We yeah. did our own fucking thing. Yeah, man, exactly. Exactly. Boss. You got to sometimes take a, take a risk, try something new. You, you can't... And, and it, like, like if, you, if you shoot a basketball, it's either going to go in or it's not. Yeah. But it's like, you got to at least shoot. You got to at least shoot. Yeah, except that uh, that last match, who was that? Was that was that Quavo who was shooting like shit, or was that little baby? Little baby, <laughs> don't shoot like little yeah, baby. Don't man. shoot like little <laughs> baby. Yeah, stick stick to the auto tune, right, yeah, little baby. Man, just, yeah, keep um, doing man. your thing, man. But man, you know what? That's about all I have for you, my guy. This has been Same, bro. fucking Same. so good catching up with you. Um, check out rawlanddevelopment.com, and especially if you're anywhere in the Northern California area. I mean. My guy can legit be an asset for you and be a, and, and you guys can make some money together. And um and then, you know, even if you're out of state, my Oklahoma people out there, you know, happen to be watching this from somewhere else, you know, still take something from this. Like I said, the the um like he like he said, the down payment on raw land is way less compared to buying a house. Yeah. Or or the you know, the thing it's oh it's way cheaper. Exactly. This may be like th- like I said, there may be somebody out there right now. Who, going back three, four generations, you've been renters. Seriously, the worst. You've thing been in the world. you've been renters. Just generational poverty. Nothing's you've no inheritance. Nothing's getting passed down the family line. There's a lot of people out there. There's more people out there like that than people out there not like that. And 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 you can pass something along your family line. Like you can you can own. Like I said, even if it's a trailer. Guess what? If it's a trailer and, and you're and you're worried about like not looking like fancy or whatever, guess what? You own everything around that trailer too. You do. Don't you let do. anybody that owns a fucking you know three bedroom brick house with like six six feet of yard. You know they can't even play catch in their backyard. Try to shit on you because you live in a trailer when yep. you have you own you made you know, 15, 20 acres around that trailer. You know. And, and, and so don't don't think that you gotta have like you know. The, the classic, you know, addition, like, neighborhood with a name. That's not the only definition of success. No, it's not, man. And, 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 and this is actually catching on with, like, not just people trying to get out of the mud. Like, uh, I don't know if you've kept up with it. Rick Ross essentially did this. Rick Ross, have you seen his estate out in Georgia? I have not. Or anything I online about it? Rick curious. Ross, you know, um, big, you know, Wingstop investor, rapper. Uh, Lemon Pepper. Lemon Pepper, fat boy needed 10 piece. Literally had Wingstop last night. No, 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 no bullshit. Shout out to Wingstop. Shout out Wingstop. <laughs> Send me that, that sponsorship, dog. Please, like Ricky. But, uh, mm-hmm. but, but what I'm saying is um, he did that. He bought this, ma- and, I, and I guess I don't know for 100% true that it's raw, but 
He bought a fat, like, I mean, I'm talking like a hundred or something acres in, like, outside of Atlanta. Yeah. And built everything from scratch, his own estate. Boosie did something very similar. And yeah. I, uh, he built everything up from scratch on some. I'm pretty sure it was raw land, bro. You so know, like, it's for themselves or for the people around him, man? Because you got you to gotta mix both, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I think they're both kind of missing both. Like, especially cool. Boosie. Boosie has family staying with him and yeah. shit. But, like, he, he, he owns all the land around it. And yeah. Everything. So, so I'm saying, like, it's, it's not... Like, successful people know about this, too. This isn't some, like, hack for poor people. Like, rich people been doing this. That's Seriously. Like, like Seriously. rich people been doing that, That's Rich like, people were giving this shit. And I we're think taking it. another episode about kind of, like, the, the IULs and shit that we also got into together. Mm -hmm. Been and, there. But just, like, how... I, and I just kind of a similar theme about how, like, not everybody knows about that, you know? And, like, not everybody knows... The, there's options out there that can essentially end your cycle of poverty. Same, dude. Like, like, we, I don't think our family went to college. They didn't push us to go to college. We couldn't afford college. But you know what? We educate ourselves, man. As hard as it is, man. It's hard to learn, you know? Cram information, retain it, but you got to do it, man. You got to do it, man. Let's build it for the next generation. That's under us. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. It ain't always about you. And I mean, we no. all, who wouldn't want to, you know, have a dope life? But I mean, I do this all the time. I don't even have kids yet. And I'm already like... Taking steps, paying, th setting aside thousands of dollars for what I do. That's yeah. And and, and 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 just like, don't repeat patterns, y'all. Like, don't do the same shit that got your parents where they were, yeah. and their parents where they were, and your neighbors where they are. Like, just cause like that's what's around you, or that's what it has been up until this point. Yeah. That doesn't mean that has to be necessarily what applies to you or your future generations. Like, like. I, I always, I think, like, I should, you know, I think about this all the time. Like, like literally, me being dead, long and gone, in, like, three or four generations, some fucking whatever Rossetti Jr. the fourth or whatever. Great name, by the way. Down, Strong name. Down the line, like, looking back and being like, damn, thanks, granddad. Like, you did this for us. Like, Let's build a legacy. Man. Yeah, build a legacy. Because not everybody did that for us. Like, no. like, not a lot of people can look back and say that their grandparents did something that put them in a better place. But guess what? You can do that for your future lines. And I guess that's our like, our general message here Absolutely, on this episode man. of Dreadful Talk. Man. Thank you, Dom. Dreadful yeah. Talk for having me. Thank you, people, for listening. If you consider it, if you have any questions, reach out to us on the website. Um, it is the end of the podcast, but it's not the end of our night, my guy. No, no, no. It's oh. rawlanddevelopment.com. And just hit them up if you and you can ask questions. Yeah. Like I said, even if you're like out of state, like I said, my, my guy's a good guy. He's not out here just trying to, you know, just milk you for all your God. He, you know, he's a good guy to work with, answer some questions. He's a good guy to have a dialogue with. And um, yeah, this is episode 41 of Dreadful Talk Podcast. 41. Video will go to YouTube, Dreadful Talk Podcast. Please go subscribe. You have no idea how much that helps me. Like, share. And then if you're an audio podcast person, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your audio podcast, I take the audio and I send it over there. So this is episode 41, first in-person edition. I'm super excited and hopefully you know you learned a thing or two. Take it easy, everybody. Have a good night. Good night. Take care. Be safe out there.